Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about peer pressure and we are joined by two guests who have already been on the podcast before, but I decided to invite them again because we had a very interesting conversation last time. And yeah, before we start, I just want to know you guys, how was your week? How has your day been? Have you been doing fine? Like since the last time we talked, how has everything been going for you? Can I go first? Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Um, hi, 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 guys. It's Tendo once again. I'm I'm back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Uh, my my day has been it has been cool. I had I had class, I had some classes, and it, it's just been chilled, pretty chilled. I had a meeting with one of my platform one there's a platform i have that pushes music for urban artists in uganda so i just left that meeting to come and join you guys here i didn't leave the meeting to come and join you but the meeting ended and then okay. i came here okay i was yeah. like oh oh no <laughs> but okay. okay cool 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 Karen, how about you hey everyone it's karen here i've been good it's been quite a stressful week at work but I'm glad I was able to make it and I'm looking forward to what we have to discuss today. Thank mm. you, Gina, for the invite. No worries. And it's Easter on Sunday, so it's probably going to be a good day for you, right? Yes. Or just going to church? I'm going to go to church and I'll see what happens from there. Mm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to start off with a question that I have for our discussion um and obviously peer pressure is a very big like it's a very big factor in everyone's life and it can affect us in a negative way and sometimes it can be positive but most times we see that it's the negative part of it that we see in people's lives i want you guys to tell me if there's ever been a point in your life that you did something because maybe your um your friends or your family peer pressured you into doing something and you regretted it later. It could be with school. I don't know, maybe going to a party and you did something. I don't know what example, what other example to give you, but it could be anything. Karen, do you want to go first? <laughs> so, <laughs> stop laughing. So the question is, has there been something I've done due to peer pressure and did I end up regretting it, right? Uh-huh. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's several things I've done due to peer pressure, but I won't say peer pressure. Like, I just wanted to make my friends happy. That is peer pressure, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's... Yeah, peer let's, pressure. Let's just go to the nearest... Like, sorry, the most recent thing I've done to make my friends happy. Like, you remember the boat cruise last year? <laughs> well, the one which is the one where you abandoned us. I did abandon you guys. Abandoned, yeah. I did uh, abandon I, I did. you. I did not abandon you. So, like, I go for the boat cruise, the tickets were quite costly. Mm-hmm. And I reached there at 11 something and the organizer said we would be leaving like, I think around 12.30. Yeah. We stood in the sun for three hours plus. <laughs> Nothing has started. And you know when you've paid your money and you're like, hey, let me go for this boat cruise. Everyone is coming. Like, yeah. let me just make my friends happy because my friends are going. Mm-hmm. And then I got convinced to go. Because Gina is going and, you know, some other friends of ours are going. And you reach there and you stay in Kasana for three hours. It, it was in Why you were in jeans, Nava? Yeah, I was wearing jeans. Ah, you see, you see. But so go on. for three hours, I had this huge bitch hat. Meanwhile, a lot of us had worn makeup. So just melting makeup. <laughs> so I was like, God, no. I just got frustrated and left. I mean, I left 20, but just started entering, but the morale was already down. No, but Karen, you left, you, I felt so bad because I was like, yeah, Karen's going to be there. 
And then it's because like the other people I was with, I am not like that mm. close to them. So like I was like, okay, oh, I'm going to be there. You know? I think okay. I misread it because me, eh, when you when you came with them as like Edgina instead, like uh, she already has these guys. So I think yeah. So I didn't know honestly. Yeah. If you had told me, man, like you know, I'm not you know like that close to these guys. I really need you here. I definitely would have stayed. Legit, oh, but me, so <laughs> the thing is that everyone I went for, I already found them with other people. So me, I was like, right, everyone is already set. Let me just go. Like, I don't think it's important if I stay here. Mm-hmm. So that's why I left. But you know, I didn't understand. Everyone I come for was already with other people. But I'm, I, if they are, if you guys had told me that, hey, by the way, I'm, I'm chilling with these guys, but you know, like we're not tight just mm-hmm. stay out that stage so i think it's something i've been reading about um sometimes as friends people tend to be passive or passive aggressive like because you don't want to like when, when someone is more of the passive person in the relationship you don't want to like cause disagreement so a lot of times you say yes even if you're not like very very into that thing you're like let's go for this movie then the person asks you what movie then you tell them just choose then you end up watching a movie you hate. So um, being passive is definitely not a good way to uh, communicate. And then being passive-aggressive, like someone is going to say yes, but then do things that show that they didn't really want to do it. So Mm. I think it's important for all of us to avoid being passive or passive-aggressive because at the end of the day, it's not a good communication style. Yeah. Mm. Like if you're passive-aggressive, you're going to say yes. But when you go there, you're not going to be talking to people. You're going to look pissed. Then somebody's going to say, why did you come if you didn't really want to come? Exactly. And it causes mistrust because the person is going to know that when you say something, you do something else. Your words don't match your actions. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely been learning for the past years to be, to have like better boundaries and to communicate that whether I can do something or not. So that I avoid reaching there and I'm like, why did I even come? Oh my God, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 That's, that's me, Tendo. How about you, Tendo? What did you do in your life that you regretted later because of peer pressure? Regret is a, eh, man, that's a maybe, heavy word. Maybe you didn't regret, Very but like, you're like, mm, why did I do this? Hey, but there are many things also. Okay, let me let me try and narrow it down to something. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay, let's see. When I was sorry, I, I've been a little distracted. No been a bit distracted. Um, there's so many things. I, I wanted to ask Karen though. Do you think at some point you're a people pleaser? Like you like you know? I was watching some. Big Bang Theory, and they were talking about yeah, yeah. Like so I used to, I used to be more of a pleaser, and uh, then I got to a point where I was a controller. But you, then I have because when I used to please people a lot when I was younger, mm. in my early teens, I, people used to still mess up. So then I became a bit more of a controller. I want people to do certain things at certain way because I know that's what's going to work. But then you just have to find a healthy balance between being a pleaser and being in charge and just being, you know, just find a a balance. So right now I'm I'm trying to find a balance. Yeah. Then I said no more these days. I think. Yeah, sorry. I think I think the balance would be if you if you stop doing things that upset you but make other people happy. That's when yeah. you realize, yeah. But okay, back to like for me, peer pressure. Uh, obviously, there's been so many things. I think directly and indirectly, uh, <clears throat> it could have been. Going out, there are times are uh, oh I'll, I'll never forget. There's this time we we had a party, we threw a party, and uh, people were man guys were doing the the weirdest of things. But the thing was, we were not supposed to. <laughs> I'm trying to be not X-rated. Eh? Guys, were, yeah. you know what happens at parties. So 
Yes. Then I don't know. <laughs> so uh this this one time guys were doing this uh we had started this whole thing we called it rs eh? rs mm -hmm. as if it, it's it's not it's not going to sound nice but we called it rep squad eh? yeah. but <laughs> it, yeah it, it's factor but basically what, what rep squad and they have been cancelled you're cancelled now no, no, no. Listen, eh? okay. listen. It wasn't necessarily forcing yourself on on babes. It wasn't that actually at all. Eh? But it's it's more like uh, someone who can't chill, someone who can't chill a babe. You oh, get uh, like okay. for you once you've got your opportunity, and maybe she has said one song. You're like, yeah, hey, it's our time to max, and you give her the most vulgar rap. Your tongue is out. You're twisting your arms. You're doing what? Mm. You dig it. We'll call that. As we call that raping the situation. But I think when we got to realize eh, that man, the name itself is a bit too controversial. It's too. It doesn't really show. It doesn't yeah. reflect who we are. You get. But because of where eh, you want to show your boys that. Uh, Wait, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, someone is calling me, so I was wondering if uh, it's affecting. Yeah, because you want to show your boys that, hey, man, me, I, I can't chill a baby. Mm. You end up, you know, you, you just end up doing something that, man, you feel like, man, damn, now why did I have to do that? Or mm -hmm. even even the slightest things, like how to talk to people. Yeah. You be like, man, let me, you know, maybe let me be rude. These These, these guys who are older than me, you know, they tell me, oh, man, tell this baby, so ask her for this. She'll think you're a hard guy. Mm. So the first time you meet a girl, you try to impress her with this. Hey, hey, you know, man, what? I want this, I want this. And she's like, man, ah. That 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 happened one time in high school. Um, damn, I have high school stories. There's a time uh, this girl, guys moved in while in Form 4, Form 5's coming, and, you know, the guys used to talk about this girl who was easy, right? Because some guy who was in our year had got a shot. You know, had yeah. done some shit with her. So one time we're in dorm and, you know, guys are talking like, hey man, Tendo, this guy, actually now we are, it's the next year, we're in form five, these are form sixes. They're telling me, man, Tendo, man, hey, this guy just came this year, but he already, you know, he has already done so and so and so with this chick. You know, they've made out in school. Hey, ah. And you're mm. like, damn, they're telling you, man, you can't be that. You're not a hard guy like this. You're not a hard guy. And then just to prove yourself, you put yourself in a situation. You're now vibing this babe. You know? Yeah, so that happened to me at school one time. But eventually, I, I realized it was so stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was really stupid. Yeah, it was a damn thing. I know. Sometimes you do things in high school and you're like, yeah. Why did I, you think about it, like at this point of your life, you're like, what was I doing? Why did I do this? But I'm glad well, you guys, yeah. I'm glad you realized that term that you called yourselves the, that word. Uh, no, 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 we had, we, <laughs> had to, we had to drop it quick because it was like, uh, man, you get to see that the word is actually so heavy. Yes. It's and not you know, as, it's... As, as simple as you put it, like, hey, man, well, mm -hmm. nah. Because you may make a joke amongst yourselves, eh? that oh man he raped this chick but when yeah. you guys mean man he was being so forceful his rubs his what you could see he's making out with her and he's putting too much tongue or some shit mm -hmm. like you know but mm -hmm. then you get to realize that okay man when we say this publicly it may eh we look like we condone or like we are laughing at someone who was raped yeah so, yeah, yeah we, we really had to drop it and that was like a form two form yeah form two yeah, so you were really I think, I, I think in high school, a lot of us used to use the word rape yes. and uh, defilement, anyhow. Yes. And um, I guess when you're younger, you don't, you can't even imagine, especially if you've never been assaulted sexually, you can't even imagine like the gravity, that the weight, one, yeah, um, the, the weight, sorry, not gravity, <laughs> the weight that one has. And man, growing up now, I'm like, some things people used to talk about, you know, anyhow, when they are younger, um, if you didn't outgrow that stuff, I think it's what, it's, it, it's what 
it it contributes to um the habit growing and by the time you reach college and uni you're doing these same things to girls because um there's a university here in Ontario I think it was Western New Gina did you hear the story like that the the freshers who are during a party like I think about 30 plus girls were assaulted Uh I think it was Western University Ontario Uh yeah like so these boys, I think, I don't know if they were freshers as well or second year, they they throw a, a hurry. They throw a hurry and these new girls go, these young girls fresh out of high school. Here to finish high school really early because there's no A-levels. I imagine they were like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And some may even be younger because I started with younger people in college. And <laughs> man, your first night... Like your first real night as a as a uni kid, like you're drugged and these things are done to you. It's like, you know, and it's because I think people, you know, some sometimes in high school, you know, it starts like a joke, like you know, forcefully yeah. with someone, mm-hmm. forcefully making out with someone, touching people anyhow, and yeah. then it becomes a real issue. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just glad that a lot of us realize that you know it's not okay, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's also just to say this is um this month is sexual assault awareness month. So we need to, you know, educate ourselves more about these things because sometimes certain things like what we're saying, sometimes it just becomes so normalized. I remember also me when I was young, I used to be like, oh, I want that boy to me but i'm like it's like <laughs> i'm so sorry this is going to I, I should have given a trigger warning before i said that but like it sounds i used to think it sounded like you know nice but it sounds so disgusting when you think about it right now and when you read things that have happened oh it's just so wrong but again we need to just keep on educating ourselves and just be more aware of the terms that we use um before we speak so yeah but for me i'm going to share my time when i was peer pressured it's not if it's a big thing but it's probably is. when i first came like to canada i used to see people very i was like ah, i want to also like you know release some smoke from my mouth and look cool i want to stop like have videos on snapchat when i'm like you know smoking and all that stuff so i went and bought a vape because one of my friends was like, yo, it's like, you know, it's not that Did you vape, nice. bro? <laughs> I don't vape anymore, but <laughs> I used to. No, that's a funny joke that we used to, we used to, you know, make in Canada. Like, you know, the, let me say that the white people, they would look at you and they're like, man, you're not cool. Do you even vape, bro? Exactly. <laughs> people do say that. People do say that. That's true. People say oh my that. They say that, but like, he told me you should get one, try it out, and like that stuff. So I got it, and then I said, vaping. Um, it wasn't my thing. I feel like I got so bored. I was just here, like, you know, I was just doing it for to please somebody else. And I used it for, like, probably two months, and I just, like, put it somewhere else. I hid it, and I stopped using it. I even threw the older stuff away because I was like, I'm never going to touch this thing again. But to be honest, smoking is not my thing anymore. I actually stopped smoking. So this year, I'm not smoking anything, including weed. I've put that in a past life. I'm done with that. So I was also peer pressured. (laughs) I was actually peer pressured into smoking weed as well because of a cousin. Sorry if you ever listen to this. But he peer pressured me and then also somebody that I liked. He used to be like, you need to do it. Like, it can help you lose weight. Oh, do you know the feeling when you go to the gym? You're going to feel like you can fly. Oh, I was like, okay. I, I feel like I took everything. I used to smoke. I used to take edibles. I would drink, like, cannabis drinks. Like, every single thing I was doing it. And it's like, these things are not doing anything to me. Like, I don't need wanted to be iry. I, I was like, I want to be like you. I want to be high all the time. I want to be like this. And I would also take it to help me sleep, but it would not help me sleep at all. I feel like I'm just different because it didn't help me at all. So um, I've quit smoking and I'm done with that. You know, that's, I don't Karen, if you didn't know this, Karen, did you know that I used to smoke? Did you know I smoked weed? Yeah, yeah. I know you used to smoke weed. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, I know you. Smoke with occasionally because you oh, guys like 
you guys popped out on the board because that's why I thought you guys were in use and like a couple of you are were smoke were, 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 were smoking. Okay, and I'm like, yeah, these guys, these guys are in their zone. Like you guys weren't you already zoned out? Because I mean, no, I, I wasn't. Like, Actually, like, like, yeah. <laughs> we actually probably did. I just forgot. I think yeah, we did. Was, in so I think you already gone down by the time you came. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I I'm knew it that was. Like, I I I I used. I knew it was like an occasional thing for you, mm-hmm. not regular. Yeah. Also, yeah. the kind of job that you used to do, like you're not allowed to be at any one point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. intoxicated i think you can even rock us go to jail you guys yeah so yeah with such uh security sensitive jobs like you're really not allowed to be intoxicated at any point so i knew it was a, like an occasional thing but i didn't know you started it through like you know like not really wanting to mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was maybe something you actually like some people love like it like it's just makes them feel really really good but yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really i'm glad you took that decision because my my of my personal beliefs i guess i'm being biased my own personal spiritual beliefs but um definitely <laughs> i think just without uh including my personal and spiritual beliefs i think that it's definitely not nice to do something especially to your body because of mm-hmm. someone's influence because it's your body at the end of that day that's me and coffee a lot of people like at the workplace here like coffee is a thing like they have to grab their morning coffee starbucks 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 mm-hmm. starbucks but guys i've never tested starbucks ever since i came to canada no one come for me but like coffee and yeah maybe i had like that oh. like someone gave me a dragon fruit something something okay. drink but Starbucks, like it wasn't like a full drink they were just like taste it you've not had anything Starbucks. but like yeah and i've not had i i hardly have coffee chai all the time the skin in this house mint black tea that's all i take mm-hmm. yeah well i also yeah. used to be very addicted to coffee like i was actually addicted coffee doesn't i'm a coffee oh, guy coffee doesn't work for me it really does. Me, it's not about working. It just tastes good. I know, right? It actually and it's aromatic. Good. It's bitter. It's it's too bitter for me. Just that same reason it why. You know, we'll do a drink up for coffee. Drink, drink. For sure, like it's for bitter. Sure. Like that's why I don't even drink vodka. Like as in every once in a while, like if I'm at a birthday and. I know, you know, and I'm with my friends, I love that turn up and all that. They'll be like, try, try this shot. And I know when you hit it, it's cough syrup. Cough syrup, you guys, just like cough syrup. I don't know why people drink. <laughs> what do you drink that tastes like cough syrup? Because me, I've it only over, come across. Maybe, maybe if you, if you drank that. some stuff like uh, Gordon's, or oh, there's these drinks in Uganda. I, I don't know where people tendency. got them from. It was here in Canada, but the thing I, I took was cough syrup. And I also tried some Jamaican <laughs> was like, that's cough syrup or something. I was like, what is this? No, yeah, but... We'll get a good one. We'll give you a good one next time. Don't worry. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay, okay. Um. Okay. So next question is going to be like, what does peer pressure look for you? Ah, sorry. Look for you. What does peer pressure look like for you in your twenties? Um, compared to like when you're younger, do you feel like it was more intense when? Okay, we're still young, but like let's say in your teen years, like in your teen years, you feel like it was more intense then, or right now you feel like it's like you know it's heavy on you and you're feel like you want to do so many things so like i know for some people people are traveling people are always going to parties like i always see people traveling people going to parties people in relationships um taking alcohol that's a very serious thing that we're going to talk about talk about at some point but for me i feel like i've seen ugandans like on snapchat i always see everybody partying every single weekend that's that best example i have and i feel like so many other people do it not just ugandans so many young people do it so, like, for you as an individual, and I'll ask Kendra to go first, like, do you feel like there's a difference for you, like, from when you were a teenager and right now? 
you're muted, you're Tendo, can you go ahead and speak? Sorry, sorry, I thought I was not muted. Oh. I just got into a car. Right. But um, no, definitely with peer pressure, the things you've talked about, the very things you talked about, it's like uh, you'll find that some people you have to, you have to, if you go to a club, you have to pop a bottle, mm-hmm. you know? Or you have to be in oh, VIP, yeah. or you have to whether mm-hmm. you can afford it or not. Yeah. Some people, some people borrow money to go to the club. So I, I wouldn't say it's different. I'll just say it, it's it's uh, it's relative. It's yeah. relative to uh, the stage you're at in life because yeah. you find someone who they can't they they won't they won't be at home because they feel like they're going to miss out on something. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who used to feel like that, like. And he lives far. He lives really far. But yeah. you'd be shocked to find out he's, he's always a guy in town and you're like, man. You tell him, you ask him, man, you don't dress. He's like, man, I don't want to feel formal or anything. Blah, blah, blah. Looking at Snapchat and stuff like that. So you find some people, it's that thing that, man, I want to, I, I want, formal is also low-key peer pressure. Mm-hmm. It is. in a sense in a sense so yeah you find it's very relative mm-hmm. a person would rather appear to be a certain type of way mm-hmm. so that they can stay with those people that they are that are in their so-called circle yeah whatever it is so mm-hmm. yeah it takes it takes it takes many shapes still mm-hmm. how about you karen uh, for me, same thing as Tender said, a lot of pressure, no, same thing as you said, a lot of pressure right now is about traveling and making money. Like, you see Instagram, at one point, I feel like I kind of got like, so okay, I don't know if I was really depressed, but I was feeling like low most of the days. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I wasn't making enough money. I felt like I wasn't um, just bringing enough to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, because on Instagram, I'm seeing people are at start these businesses and like our website looks nice, everything looks nice. So for you, are like, eh, God, am I doing something wrong? Until I met, you know, someone who like, you know, has been teaching me that, you know, everything like happens at different times for people. I know it's easy to hear it, but when someone else is telling you that, and they're older, like you kind of, you kind of see it from a different angle, you know, and I've just been talking to, you know, more, you know, different people and understanding that a lot of times what you see on IG, like it's, it's just marketing, people are marketing their brand, people are marketing their lifestyle, but mm-hmm. in actual sense, they may live in a very messed up apartment yep. and your apartment is not messed up right? and you're like, and a lot of these YouTubers, some the fake ones who are putting on a very fake life, other people like started exposing them. And you're like, damn, this person is actually really badly off. Mm-hmm. Yet they are on here looking like for you, you're not doing anything with your life. Why are you even doing a nine to five? That kind of thing. So in my 20s, the pressure is less of um, oh, let's go to this party, or oh, let's do this, let's do that. It's more like money and um mm-hmm. You know, money, like people are getting PhDs like over 27, right. and you're like, God, mm-hmm. like, um, I'm, you know, I'm three, four years away from that, but I'm still doing my bachelor's. So it's kind, it's more of accomplishment pressure in your, in your 20s, depending on the circles you're around. Yeah. And um, some other circles that, so some other circles I'm around, it's going to be the usual, like, guys, uh, are drinking cough syrup and Jonas, you do not want to engage. <laughs> but guys, um, I have a story I just remembered. So after you, Karen. No, after. Just it's remind more, me that I had a story. Okay. As someone you know who doesn't fancy alcohol, like I do prefer wines, but even with wines, I just don't find Canadian wine oh, maybe that yes. nice. Maybe I've maybe maybe I've not drunk that nice yeah. wine or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yes doesn't have much knowledge or doesn't fancy alcohol like that yeah when you're out in a social gathering that has a lot of people and everyone is you know drinking it's like yeah like you feel like hey man i'm feeling left out or whatever 
um yeah basically social depending on the social gathering you're in you feel different kinds of pressure and different kinds of forces to indulge but at the end of the day you know you have to always ask yourself and have this conversation with yourself what do i want in my life what are my principles what are my beliefs and always run to that and thanks to god that's kept me grounded just by Mm -hmm. god's grace because it's very easy to become someone especially in a big place like toronto and um also the 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 way people flex in toronto you're going to go to like uni and people are going to be wearing labels young people are driving these cars and you're like damn like the ttc Yeah, you're 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 taking the bus, bro. Like yeah. you're taking the bus and you're like pulling up in rides. Eh, I know. I... Young people are in co- like some nice nice condos, you know. And you're in a regular apartment, and it's like that's a pressure pretty much. But just understand that you don't know where they get the money. You don't know exactly. their story. They're different from your story. So don't rush to to wear all the brands in Yorkdale. <laughs> Yorkdale is a mall, and um, you know all the all the brands, all the Gucci, all the all that, and mm-hmm. have the finest, nicest condo, and you know you're struggling. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everyone is on their own journey. Don't 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 look at your life and want to make it like someone's. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen, what you said, I relate to it so much. Like um, when I first moved here, I used to. Think like I used to see some of my classmates driving fancy cars. They don't have to take like mm-hmm. two hours going back home. And I used to think, so you like, bought a car, nice. No, in my head, I'll be like, if I was in Uganda, I would have been driving my dad's car. Would I be suffering like this? I'll be doing mm-hmm. this. I feel so bad. Then even I'd see how people are dressed up and all that stuff. I used to beg my parents and be like, you guys, I need new clothes because what am I wearing? What is this ill? I need to buy new clothes because like, mm-hmm. this is not like, you know, this is not the fashion that people um, have in Canada. So I completely relate to the peer pressure in college or in university. Like you see people doing certain things, people are living in condos. Like even when mm-hmm. I used to work downtown, some of the girls yeah. I used to interact with were my age and they're living in condos that are $2,000 or $3,000 plus. Like, how do you as they how, what is how do they pay for it exactly but then well you can't take you know like you said I don't trust me you don't want to know how they pay for it but um yeah you don't know where that money is coming from with detailed proof have their own like you know their own side hassles that are not appropriate well not appropriate. yeah like, well it's sad <laughs> as good things but like as long as you get your money at the end of the day, that's your business. I'm not in your business. That yeah, you do you, but me, I will hustle on the right the, way. Yeah, yeah, the right way. Like I will take oh. my time to get where I have to be. I won't compare myself to how other people mm-hmm. are moving. Nice. But Tendo, you had nice. a story to tell us. What was your story? No, my story comes with twists and turns. I bet you didn't expect it to start with a question. <laughs> Did you know? that there's two forms of uh, pressure into relationships. Mm -hmm. Unless someone comes up with a theory to prove the third form. But the two forms eh, are you being pressured into a relationship by other people directly, right? Mm -hmm. Directly. So it could be your parents saying, oh man, do this. No, go here, go here, go here, do this, meet someone, blah, 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 you get. Mm -hmm. The second form is because of the things you see around you, everyone is in a relationship. You may also pressure yourself. You feel like, man, damn, I want this. I want this. I want this. You get. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess which one happened to me? Um, but... <laughs> oh, it's all the first one. I don't know. Which was the first one? Um, your parents like directing you to do something. Oh yeah, so you're paying attention. Okay, no, I'm actually, Gina, man, I'm not that old. I promise, no. I'm not that old. No. Uh, no, it actually wasn't that one. Ooh. No one is arranging a marriage for me. It was more like a, this happened to me, man. In in my, 
if I say that age, you know, I was in like form two, form one, form two. And uh, I got into a relationship from pressure, from pressure. How did this pressure happen? These babes come and tell me, yo, man, our friend really likes you. She really likes you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then it's like, no, man, she actually likes you. You have to do something about it. And I'm like, oh, there's so like two, three girls talk to me, three different girls telling me the same thing. You guys should date. You guys should date. You guys should date. Next thing, the following day, guess what? <laughs> we are dating just like that. Because we went out for a party one time and we danced for a while. Mm. Eh, that that same night, that same night, it was like, hey man, she likes you, she likes you, she likes you. Eh, eh. Next thing you get to open your eyes, you're in something that you didn't really plan for. But it's also part of pleasing people yes. that it happened. Because mm-hmm. me, I didn't really want it to happen, but it's like, hey man, all these people are asking me, I didn't want to let them down. Yeah. Yeah, but it was very short-lived even. Very, very short-lived, not more than no more than a month. Oh wow! Surely, wow. yeah. It was. Important. It ended quite it abruptly, like... but expectedly. Mm-hmm. Tendo, so why are you in a clique? Why are you in a clique? A clique. Yeah. Do you consider yourself as a, a member of a clique? No, I, I consider myself a member of a gang. Ah, bye. <laughs> ah. Yeah, did I... you see how I turn things around? Boss, gang, eh? <laughs> click, click is for you, eh? I know. You guys, I you sit down, you drink tea together. Excuse we'll me. be planning big things. Eh? <laughs> how are we moving to the hare, uba, or a boda? You dig? That's now gang shit. Yeah. And yeah. besides, that's my story. Karen, why did you ask that question? Because Karen is in a clique. She likes what? cliques, actually. Wama, I'm just she finds them cute. Wama, Tendo was in a clique. Tendo was in a clique. Mm. Yeah, gang. Clique. They would clique call us boys. a gang of boys. Yeah, gang is for boys, and I think clique yeah. is for girls. I guess. Oh, um, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, so, like... Where you link and do each other's clique. hair. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. Where you but do I have another question. I have a question for you guys. For me personally, I've seen so many of my friends. Um, mm-hmm. Not so many, why am I lying? I've seen a few of my friends I studied with. Um, people who are like, mm-hmm. but they were like the holy girls in school. Like there are people who don't go to the dunkers mm. and all that stuff. They're always praying. All those, like some of these girls are now married. Um, they have babies. I don't know if you guys see it in your friendship groups and all that stuff. But like, I feel like it's something that is happening. And I feel yeah. A lot of people are now, it's like, I don't know if it's a, is it peer pressure? Is it a trend? Or is it like that edge where people, but I feel like we're, me, I honestly feel like I'm still too young to like, you know, get married. Cause I see also my, some of my friends are getting engaged and all that stuff. Do you guys see it in your friend groups or like people you studied with? Yeah. 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 I think eh, if I may go first, eh, mm-hmm. one thing for, not even just babes, but some people generally, it's uh, mm-hmm. their fear of being judged mm-hmm. or their level of shyness just supersedes their actual character mm-hmm. in public. Yeah. yeah. Get, so when we're in this whole high school setting, when we're in this whole setting, people be, you know, they're too, they're, they're clouded by that inside, they're inside that cloud of man. Ah, I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be this or that or that. Mm-hmm. And you'll find, that's why you find out there are some guys that you find the shyest person in class. When you put them in their zone, you'll even be shook like, who yeah. is this guy? Mm-hmm. So for like some babes, it's kind of like they have this character, but especially at that age where man, boys are, when when it's when it comes to sex that stuff excites boys so much mm-hmm. they can't not talk about it mm-hmm. and then for girls it's kind of like they don't want it to be talked about especially if their name is involved you get mm-hmm. so you be there in the space of i don't want people to think i'm so and so or i don't want them mm-hmm. to think i'm easy or i don't want guys to think i'm a whole mm-hmm. yet 
you be there thinking the wildest things. I know, I know. Like, man, I wish someone knew what's in my head. You, <laughs> you get it. So sometimes just your, your shyness or your fear of being judged can supersede your, who you really your are, personality. Okay. Yeah, who you really are. So you find someone eh, after high school, you're like, ah, like there are people. Allow me to use that. I hope you guys know what baking means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just pretend and you I do. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. This is where you pretend. That's why I trust you. You can pretend never. Anyway, um, you'd find people eh, in high school. Because in high school, man, some people we used to bake at school sometimes. Mm-hmm. You will find a person who is like, eh, ah, 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 ah. You get they have that attitude. Mm. But then soon as a guy, you, you've seen your campus, the way your campus is, there's people who live on campus. I don't know if you call that res or like a Yeah, hall. Res, res. So even in UG, there is hall here. Mm-hmm. I've visited some of the halls in Makere. Mm-hmm. But it's like you find this guy who has never baking. He's the guy who is so excited to bake. He's the guy who's like, hey, he's hyping. You, you dig. So you find those, those characters, a lot of them. Someone yeah. who would never do something until they're in the right situation, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's true, man. People like yeah, in the space you're in and the people you're around. Yeah. I, yeah, to add on what Tendo said, definitely coming to Toronto like in 2017, the summer of 2017, like, you know, no one knows you in this place. I mean, my mom was here, but still like, because it's so big, like, you know, no one knows you. So, you know, if you did whatever you did, people may actually not find out. But at the end of the day, yeah. you have to tell yourself that, bro, like, who am I? Like, like I'm a I'm a very spiritual, religious person. So I'm like, who am I? Like, am I living this life for people, for my mom, for my friends? Mm. Like, or I'm living it for good. So it actually tests your character. And Tendo is right. Like, if, if, if you used to be good in high school or in front of your parents when you're in their house for them, you're definitely going to change environments. And then you'll be like, ah, man, you realize that, man, that's not me. This is what I want. So that's why it's very important that people build a relationship with themselves and with God and are like, you know what? This is my set of principles. Like, if your set of principles includes occasionally baking or occasionally um, drinking, I mean, that's your personal set of principles. Like... Mm -hmm you know no one can make you do anything but don't do things because um of so and so pressure or so and so because you end up living a fake life and you, you ideally won't be happy like yeah. you won't be happy realistically mm-hmm. and one thing i also wanted to mention about like people in our year getting married and engaged i mean we all mature mature at different stages mm-hmm. like we all i won't say mature but we Funny, all, i have another story we all Go on. We, I hope you guys will say that don't get tired of our stories. Throughout school, throughout school for sure. So we all like learn from different experiences. Now, for me, I feel like I learned a lot of lessons through high school. Mm-hmm. I would name my high school again. I don't put comfort. Uh, <laughs> I learned a lot of lessons through Budo and Green Hill. Like I feel like there were a lot of lessons to learn. Mm-hmm. So um, the thing is that some people, like for example, some people are expelled in form two, but yeah. even after they got expelled, also. It didn't... my boys, <laughs> gang. So some people are expelled in form one, but even after being fucked or expelled, whatever you call it, maybe they didn't learn their lesson. They're still like, what? I'm, 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 a, I'm a rebel, I'm a rebel, I'm a rebel. Like, hard guy. So me personally, like after everything I observed in high school, like um, I, I, I learned lessons a lot from other people's experiences. And I'm like, you know what? This is how not to mess up in life. This yeah. is how to mess up in life. What are you going to do with that information? So mm. a lot of people reach 25 and they're like, I know how to not mess up. I know how to relate with people. I know how to... um. I, I know what teamwork means, so I'm ready for a marriage because a marriage is fundamentally uh, 
it has a lot to do with your people skills as well, how you work with people. Because in a home, you're going to be with someone and then you eventually have children, you have households, you have relatives there. Like, how are your people skills? Do you know how to communicate? Do you know how to... Um, do you know how to set goals? Do you know how to stick to those goals? Do you know how to be committed? You're not going to tell me someone who, okay, I know that it depends. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, Tendo has raised that point. He's saying men gain from men gain more from marriage. That's true. Um, they actually do gain more because a lot of men fail to develop like self-care skills, skin routine, yeah. like cooking so when he gets married he's actually going to be taken care of by this person whose whole life she's been built to cook been built to clean by culture you know especially people who have who have been living let's say if someone if, if people talk about massacre women a lot like this person has been in massacre and like basically it has been engraved in her dna to know how to take care of a man to yeah. cook to clean to do all of this Mm -hmm. every day of her life and if she gets married to a guy let's say who lives in Naguru or Dallas Dallas Texas or Dallas like he's going to be yeah. living that dream because this person is attending to each and every need of his but at the yeah. same time I think that's a wrong reason to get married I think you have to be your own self as I said you have to um have learned all these people's skills and Set being committed to the goals that you've set and things like that you know you have to be your own person you know before you get to someone because marriage is more of half and half not half and half it's one and one equals to one it shouldn't be half and a quarter equal to one or half and half equals to one it should be one whole being and one whole being equal if, if equaling to one in my in my in my opinion in my view mm -hmm. so yeah a lot of people just want to it's it's peer pressure as well for get married also for peer pressure peer pressure like in their family if you're not married by 25 whatever that means like you know you're not worthy of marriage yeah. by 23 if you don't have men taking cows whatever things like that my thank god that my family is not like that my mom is very supportive of independent women yeah but i also you know yeah, I'm also open to and it's just that um, I want to be my own person and then get married. I don't want to be someone who's depending on someone, you know? Yeah, that's that's, that's understandable. Okay, I'm going to ask Kendra to quickly share his story. Um, we have one last question before we wrap up. Okay, so my story is actually a quick one. Uh, this, I was in high school and I used to see this girl a lot. <clears throat> and it's so funny, she used to tell me, man, let's have a baby, let's have a baby, funny as it sounds. And I would laugh at her, be like, this baby is crazy. Mm. Baby is crazy. But she would insist, and I thought she was joking. Yeah. Know? Until one time, one time she tells me, man, bro, I'm getting married. I'm like, where well, you're playing with me? She's like, no, I'm getting married. And then she... she I thought we she saw said, the pics on WhatsApp. Oh, okay. Now I just finished my story for me. <laughs> anyway, uh, I didn't see the pics on, on WhatsApp. Okay, yeah, I saw them on WhatsApp. She sent them to me. She's like, they don't put this much henna on your body if you, unless you're getting married. I'm like, I didn't know, but even if you're lying, I still wouldn't know, but girl. And then the pics, the pictures went viral and everyone knew. Yeah, and she was having a baby shortly after. Wow. And I was like, damn, this baby so one time I talked to her and she's like, yeah, man, I was tired of messing around with little boys. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, same age. Wow. But she, yeah. But then, yeah, it, it showed me, man, some people, they, you, we have different timelines. Yeah, you know? that's so true. That's, that's very yeah. true. So she was calling you a little boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't want, uh, want to have a little boy with her. Oh. That's funny. Oh my god! Right. I feel like that's disrespectful, especially because you're the same age. But yeah, whatever, it's whatever. It's okay. <laughs> um, the last question, you guys. I said don't over jazz. <laughs> okay. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. <laughs> oh wow! I'm joking. Who has no stories? Who has no stories? It's, it's no, I'm joking, guys. Don't, no, no, I'm not making you feel bad. I'm just joking. But the last question is, 
I don't know if it's going to make you guys um, talk a lot, but you can, but I'm going to put your pressure in a way. Um, okay, so the last question is, do you feel like um, Ugandans or your friend groups, I won't say Ugandans because you can't categorize all of them, but like the people you see, the people you always hang out with, you yourself, do you feel like you're um, addicted to taking alcohol because we see this thing where people are always going to parties every time people are going to parties every weekend even it doesn't even have to be a weekend it's during the week on a wednesday something that like even now this easter we have lost the meaning of easter because people are going to be celebrating because they just think oh, oh the sunday brunch people are not like you not know, actually doing um people are using these public holidays in you know <laughs> all over the world Yes, like people are going to be like, oh, we're going to drink until we, uh, we have to celebrate Easter. But like, do you know what Easter is? Do you know what you're actually celebrating? Like, it's not like that. So like, what do you guys feel? Do you feel like us Ugandans, okay, not us. Well, I mean, I'm not addicted to alcohol, so I won't say myself. Um, but you guys, do you feel like your friends or yourself um, are probably addicted to taking alcohol as a trend or whatever? May I go first? Yes, please. Okay, cool. Uh, definitely, in a case, not me personally, because uh, I'm actually on a, on a journey of, I, I actually only drink when I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's when I really drink alcohol, but otherwise I'm not drinking. I don't have that thing of, let me buy a cup bottle and go home with it on a ruckus Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But definitely I have, I have friends like that, number one, because of people have nothing to do. Yeah. People have no hope for their own talents to make it somewhere. So you could say unemployment and being very idle. Mm-hmm. People, there's there's nothing that are some hands-on opportunities that people can have, like, oh, come and use your talent to do this now. So you find someone, much as he's in campus, he or she's in campus, when you're in the holidays, sometimes you can be in the holidays and you decide to stay at hostel. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, imagine yeah. if you're if for the next six weeks you have no school, you wake up. There's no plan. There's nothing that you're going to do no in a cognitive manner or intellectual manner that you're going to need a lot of brain power. And at the same time, you're probably seeing a lot of Instagrammers, people who are making it in life. You know, men come to hostel in V8s and pick up babes. And you're like, damn man, the guys are, you know, you, you, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of things that can bother you. So you just be like, man, you know what? Let me just buy my and you see alcohol is very cheap in Uganda. Mm-hmm. So we sell it in quantities of 250 mils eh? for, yeah. for people abroad. 250 mils is kind of like a juice box. Mm-hmm. It's literally yeah. a juice box. You're going to get a juice box for less than two American dollars, less than two US dollars. You're getting the quantity of 250 mils of alcohol for $2. Imagine if you had $10, what you're going to do with that? Yeah. You're going to be drunk. So, and you see the thing with alcohol, it's messed up in a way that uh, it's like a time machine. Mm-hmm. If you got really drunk at six, that's the last time you, you remember, you thought about your problems. So you'll find that you've just woken up the next day at like 8, 8 a.m. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. eat some food, you hustle some food and boom. I have a friend who he went for a sleepover. It is not like a sleepover, but you go out and you end up going to your homie's house. And guess what? His, his, his mom will be like, man, when are you coming home? Hey, man, send me some money. I, I come home as soon as the money will touch. It's like, hey, you know, let me first go and organize a car. Me organize a bottle real quick for that day. Mm. And yo, we had I had friends who are like that, whereby every time you go and meet him, he's drunk. Oh, wow. He's drunk. But uh luckily, by God's grace, uh, you know, sometimes people give up on their lives. A person feels like man, me, nothing is happening for me. Let me just drink. I tell you what else will I do? You see, so but he started to see that man. Okay, you know what, man, your friends have asked you. You know, each time we would go out, he's drooling, he's abusing people, he's now forcing people to take him home. You go out like you're out for one hour. This person that was sober an hour ago is collapsing. 
he's shivering and you're like, bro, and now he's shouting, man, take me home. He's cursing you out. And you're like, bro, now why do you come? So eventually after, man, we advised him for long enough. And, you know, eventually you just say, man, nah, we are not giving this guy alcohol. Don't give him alcohol. Don't yeah. give him alcohol. Yeah. So he started to see that, man, you know what? These guys are my homies, actually. Mm-hmm. They are not just saying don't drink. No, nah. Because... It, it man everyone has gone out to have a good time people want to forget their zips but definitely in ug the main reason is because we have nothing to do we have lots of people monday to monday there are so much there time in UG, you know and yeah. any occasion that will happen will be an will be a, a a moment to capitalize for the party industry to capitalize the entertainment like, industry hey, yeah, yeah people sure. are out today people are not at work cool let's bring them to the bar and get some money but yeah 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 but you know what it's all it all goes back to the unemployment like you said and it's so sad it's also sad for ugandan youth is mm-hmm. i see myself and i'm like i wish all of my friends and my peers would also be in a place like or in a the same situation I mean, there's so many opportunities here but like obviously Uganda is a third world country so like it's just it's you can't compare it but it's just sad I don't even know what yeah. it is to be Ugandans who are going to school you're going to university and then it's going to be hard for you to find a job once you're done yeah you act they actually like I've spoken with some of my friends and one of the things that gets them like stressed out or depressed is because you're stressing to get all these good grades but at the end of the day you know that over tewali ka connection those kinds of things you won't get any you know anything sensible and even the people that do get for example say government placements they're uh-huh. not going to pay them for a month they're yeah. not paying them well the cycle goes on but at the end of the day as Sendo said you know if people start creating spaces where they can promote Ugandan things like music and you know business and things like that like you know we can start from there just just having that 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 sense of belonging that man because this is Ugandan let me I have to promote this because this is Ugandan let me I have to let me invest in these things like that Mm yeah yeah sure sure. I'm supposed to answer the question too right yes you are yeah, definitely. I do see um a tendency, a trend, sorry, not a tendency, a trend, and it looks like people are are suffering from alcoholism and they're not aware or uh-huh. they're in denial. Yeah. And you know, when I was young, I used to think that these things of gangs and cliques end in high school, lo and behold. I come here and I'm like, what? <laughs> like even people in their 20s and 30s are in gangs and cliques. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, so that cycle continues. You mm-hmm. really have to be your own person, you know? And I know people in situations whereby they know they have a drinking problem and the people in the clique they hang around isn't like those people aren't helping because they are they have the same problem so imagine being in a room full of blind men and you're trying to read what's on the chalkboard it's going to be very interesting Mm -hmm. but um that's a situation a lot of people are in right now and i mean what you can do is keep you know keep creating platforms and spaces like this where people are honest about the reality of life and um Thank you, Gina, again, for creating such a space. Honestly, a lot of people are struggling. Like, if you're out there and you think you're the only one, you're not. people yeah. look at you like a failure. If you're struggling with any addiction, trust me, uh-huh. everyone has gone through yeah. an addiction or a habit. I've been in a, everyone has been through something where they weren't at their best. They uh-huh. didn't have enough esteem. They didn't have enough self-love. They didn't have enough guidance. And you just have to decide that, okay, I need help. Yeah. I need help. Even if it's an issue with sleeping, you have to decide I need to get the right help. Don't, don't try experimenting. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. Just, for just, sure. just admit the first step is admitting that you actually need the help and you don't know what to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then try to look for the right help. 
but you're not alone and things will get better with time. And yeah, God has not forgotten Uganda. God has not forgotten you. Things yeah. will get better with time. Yeah, that's all I have to say. For sure. Thank you, Karin. Um, well, we've come to the end of the podcast and this is something that I'm going to be introducing for every podcast. I'm going to ask you guys um, if you have like one song or like one quote that has helped you get through your day this week or the past few weeks or this month. If it's a song or a quote that you know you read on Twitter or somewhere else that helped you out, um, motivated you or just like encourage you with anything. Is there any song that you've been listening to that like maybe boosts your your mood? Gender, you can go first. Okay, if we're talking about let me let me look for this picture. It was just a book that someone was reading and I took a picture of the person, but the title of the book is Success is Never Ending. Mm-hmm. Failure is never final. Success is never ending and failure is never final. So it's kind of like someone who's succeeding, it will never stop somewhere, right? (laughs) Success will never stop. But with all that success coming back, if you're to come backwards, you'll see that there's more, more failures, but the success was a big one. Maybe you tried 99 times to do something and the 100th time you did it, it was so big that mm-hmm. it makes up for all the other times. So it's kind of like you can do something for so long that the result will make up for how long you've done it, no matter how many failures have been endured. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Good one. Thank you. How about you, Karen? So for me, it was... Um, like when I felt like I was failing as a person, like as in accomplishing enough. Sorry, you're muted. Oh, sorry. When I thought I was failing, like when COVID had just started and there was so much time to be on social media because we're locked down really strictly here in Ontario. And I would see all these people making it in life. I started to feel like a failure, as I mentioned earlier. And um, someone, you know, recently told me that. And then eventually I realized that I was putting pressure on myself. And then I blamed myself for hurting myself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, he, someone told me that, you know what? Like you're always, you've not yet met the you tomorrow. So don't feel bad for not being there for yourself or not knowing what you needed in that moment. The last thing I needed in a lockdown was to look at people living life and then comparing myself. But mm-hmm. sometimes we look, we look for our own troubles. But the quote I got from that was, you haven't yet met your future self. You're always learning about who you are. Like it doesn't end. So you have to learn like you have to learn about who you are you have to learn what your needs are and how to meet your needs like yeah so don't feel bad if you feel like you're not able to help yourself yeah you have to take time and develop that relationship with yourself and yeah and at each stage in life we are going to have different needs and interests and wants so don't feel like you know yourself or something like that always take time to explore and put yourself in different environments to learn more about yourself so that you can know what you need at the end of that day yeah oh i like that i like that well thank you guys so much for coming back to the podcast i am still going to invite you guys again at some point <laughs> I, I know i said it, definitely like, um i said that before definitely. but like, i'm going to invite you again like it's not going to be like we're done now I was very nice having this conversation with you. Um, I hope your Easter celebrations go well. And that's it for me. Take care and have a good rest of your night. And no, and Karen, have a good rest of your night. Um, you too. Take care. Thank you, Gina. Bye. Bye.